Chancers, a Go Loud original podcast. I'm Anna Clifford. And I'm Paddy Smith. And you're listening to Chancers. A podcast for those who feel like they're chancing their arms of life when others seem to have it all worked out. Each week we pick a topic for discussion, share our opinions, mishaps and misadventures. All with a dash of positivity and a smidge of self-deprecation. We'll also be joined by an expert each episode to help us chancers of the world figure things out. Jesus, we're on it, aren't we? Mm, that was we good, are actually. on it. <laughs> this week we're talking manifestation. So sit back, chancers, and let's go and let the universe be your guide. I, I write skills and put them on my head out. Okay, whoa. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> yeah. You heard the two fairy days now, Paddy fairy. How many girls are under your fucking pillow now? <laughs> oh my God. Just, you yeah, need a few extra like, feathers in there. My, like. the, the whole pillow is now lumpy. <laughs> From just my girls <laughs> coming in. Girls. I'm like, can't let them out. When, can't let them out. When did you take them out? Never. Never. I've heard if you sleep on it, I've heard like, this through TikTok, which is obviously a standard stunning source. That is, yeah. I think, you know, you live your life by it. If you put your goals in your pillow and sleep on them, <laughs> you manifest them to life. Princess and the peace. <laughs> <laughs> so, Anna, tell us about your online moon. My, yeah, I was just mooning people on uh, <laughs> on Instagram Live. Online moon meditation, Paddy. Oh, okay. I thought you just said online moon. I was like, okay. This will be I'm so, actually started, this I'm started an OnlyFans. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised, Anna. She's like, that's Just how, my arse. Yeah, just not my right. face. <laughs> um, yeah so how how was it I I have uh, started a course since yeah Christmas I got it so um, it's a six month course Sisters of the Moon Sisters and of yeah the moon. each month are you a werewolf I am can you not <laughs> not tell oh no you can't tell because I had laser um, but yeah every do you howl once, at the moon I'm, you and your sisters yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do be howling at the moon every night after a gin oh no it's once a month you meet online. There's about 100 women on this Zoom and this yoga teacher brings you through like learning about the moon and what the new moon this month was in Leo and what you're shedding, what you're letting go of. What you're then, shedding? Yeah, you're shedding stuff. Like, like shedding moon, skin. you shed stuff. Yeah, you're like, see ya. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, don't need you. And then some stuff you kind of wanted and then that left. You're like, well, I thought I wanted you. <laughs> if only I could shed my disability, that'd be yeah, a great yeah. thing. But we're stuck with that one. <laughs> this is it and then you, uh, it teaches you about manifestation and and you kind of you light candles and you get a bit of the earth and a bit of the sea and you have an altar and these women like they share their how they're feeling in the month and everyone's like wrecked exhausted overwhelmed and f- scared and I'm like Jesus we're all fucking in bits aren't we like it's nice to see so many other women just <laughs> in bits <laughs> in bits manifestation <laughs> is the match she meant to put you in bits you meant to help <laughs> to help your and I like to blame stuff on the moon do you know what I mean yeah, I yeah. think this is a new thing like because like we're a generation that has left like kind of more practical religions behind so mm. like and I think the reason to have a religion is to blame someone for something do you know what I mean so now I just like to blame the moon I'm like jeez oh, that's why I'm a fucking remember that uh, Jaffa cake god half moon mm, yeah full moon total eclipse yeah blame the Jaffa cakes that's a religion <laughs> I there I blame the Jaffa cakes <laughs> 
<laughs> you Jaffa religion. Uh, ja- yeah, we just made the gentleman Jaffa, <laughs> Jaffa club every month. You blame it was. Um, but yeah, the, in it she did this meditation, which guides you through this meditation where you actually go meet your younger self. Love that. And oh my god, that was now I was in bits. I was bawling. God, I obviously had a lot of things to say to my younger self. I was, I couldn't stop crying and. Uh, visualizing this like kind of two or three year old me and then I also saw an eight year old me um, but me at two and three like I could eat myself you know very cute and uh, I was like playing with this flower and like she was kind of saying like how would you treat that child and and like what would you say to her and you're just like I think I'm like sorry <laughs> and, then, and then she's like I guess they kind of get you to go back to like Obviously, in our lives now, we're going through so people are so stressed and overwhelmed and not happy with one aspect or multiple aspects of their lives. So, yeah. mm-hmm. careers, relationships, um, themselves, that kind of stuff. So she was like, "What would you? What did you? What does this child love to do? What does this child love to do? Because you're trying to get back to what is your essence? What is what makes you so like full of joy?" And I was mm. just like, my little child was like, food. <laughs> So basic. So simple. I was like, yeah. So I came back to it after crying. I was like, maybe I should be a food blogger, or I just need dinner. (laughs) (laughs) I can't tell. (laughs) Do you think though, like, obviously we're in a we're in a society now where like it's really in to do this work on yourself. Mm. But do you think, like, in some ways, like we're just trying to find something that's not there. Like we always want to higher power. We always want to reason. I mean, not just, yeah, we, could, we, just we could just be, we could just be here. But we don't have the answers and I think that's why. But like, what are the, there might, might not be no answers. I'm terrified of everything. Do you know what I mean? When I think yeah. about it, when I sit on my own, I'm like, because there's no answers. And but maybe that's the answer. But then you're <laughs> trying to find it, it. it. So you're trying to sit with yourself and most people can't sit with themselves. So that they turn to multiple things. So drinking, um, sports, fitness, uh, meditation, religion, you know? There's something that yeah. kind of you're, that you try and make sense of this no I do get it but like, it is a question like I have a friend who wouldn't believe in any of this no I do um, just I do <laughs> I do believe guys um, my friend is like why do you always have to search for something why can't, why can't this you... be enough I would love to be your friend how nice there is a fear there's a, I don't think there's that's a small majority but there is people like that who are just like what don't think about it you're like, just, they're just like don't think about why we're here or what's the reason yeah. of this or why do we go to wake up and go to work or why is there death and destruction <laughs> they're like oh my god your, your mind doesn't go there <laughs> you're like god like, you must have a such a peaceful life that must be so nice like what? my friend At who all? doesn't have this manifestation obsession is just these visualisations in her head has no inner voice it's what? like a, really that's yeah. bad that's great wow lovely lovely <laughs> <laughs> lovely time oh, I'm just so happy for them <laughs> So, in case you haven't guessed, we're talking about manifestation. Uh, we're a bit into it. We're a bit into that manifestating game. <laughs> <laughs> and if you're a bit into your crystals and all that, why are you? Saying that to you, I Anna, am. Yeah, I like I like holding my pebbles at night. Um, pebbles. Yeah, well, they're pretty, pretty pebbles. Um, I do. So, manifestation is what we're talking about this week. And breaking that down, what it is, essentially, is turning an idea into reality which could also be called hard work. <laughs> so 
That's the pod. <laughs> and there we go. <laughs> and it like is kind of a, like alluring and you know magical and mystical and like you're like yeah I manifested this. Oh no, you worked sixty hours a week for a couple of years and then you got your dream house. But when you well, hear we like people... it being a bit witchy, bit witchy, mm-hmm. witchy woo. Yeah, I like being a witch. <laughs> um, but when you hear manifesting or someone manifesting, <laughs> like do you, does it give you a bit of the ick? Um, this is okay. This is. I go through weeks. So I go through weeks of feeling really positive and being like to all my friends, like, just get a journal, just write it down. Like, <laughs> honestly, you, you like you can make anything happen. But this week I'm having a really bad week. The universe has not been kind to me. And I'm like, if I see someone online talking about how they manifested their dream life, I'm going to fucking. So, yeah, sometimes it gives me the ick. She must have blocked me because I'm... <laughs> I'm all in it at the minute. I'm like putting it under my pillow, loving my life. Paddy, I remember about six months ago, we were really into this and we had our first meeting with Go Loud and we came out of it and we were, there was other things happening for us this week and we were like, yeah, I've been writing it down. Have you? Oh my God, amazing. The next week I call you and uh, stuff had gone some of the other ways and you answered the phone and you were like, hello. <laughs> you're like, yeah. Yeah, still right. Yeah, no one knows that's my secret to health. Okay. So it comes and goes, so, but it is nice. Yeah, overall. Yeah. I think it gives you a good mindset. So obviously negative thoughts come in and manifesting kind of le- allows you to focus that energy on the positive in your life, if there is any. Yeah, and then when the negative stuff come in, if you do it enough, I think you sh- like you can be get yourself and go through it and be annoyed and be down, but know that like that doesn't help and try and think you're what's it, way out of Yeah, it but well. also when you're not in it, it is kind of like, yeah, I yeah. know. I'd say people listening to this right now are like, shut up. So we go to some facts. Yeah, we We've actually some, found there, some we facts. We need to find some facts. Yep. We all know I love the business leader. <laughs> Bet into the business leader. Um, it's my fave source right now. And did you know 60% of British people are manifesting and, speak, and speaking their goals into existence this year? I like that. I think that's good, isn't it? According to the research I found. But a spe- I like that speaking, the- would you speak it? Would you ever just yeah, be there I in do. your house just speaking it out loud yeah, like what you I want? Do. Oh, oh, I yeah. do all the time. I do it every night before I sleep. Do you? Speak, 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 speak. There is a power in the voice, yeah. I think sometimes my throat chakra is blocked. She keep- every- <laughs> if I hear about Anna's throat chakra again, I'm like, she needs to go to a doctor. She needs to go to a shropsis. Yeah, it's just um, nodules actually. <laughs> but yeah, something powerful in speaking, but like people don't really like speaking when they're by themselves. Like I find it hard to speak by myself. God, I don't. I no. sing, but I wouldn't just be like, how well, you? can sing you? it into existence. Oh, oh I need a new pair of a boots. <laughs> <laughs> Please give me those Jimmy shoes I'm gonna do that Yes I don't I'm, I feel like people Are gonna be like Shut up dickhead But like, do you like Look do you Maybe like... I'm a dickhead <laughs> uh, Maybe that's okay and The universe was like Yeah. Because once I'm manifesting baby <laughs> I Was in a really bad place This time last year And I didn't really have any Anything coming in Through the door uh, In terms of like Professional wise And I didn't really know What I was gonna do And I just Every day, like, I woke up one day and I was like, this needs to change. And I kept writing down everything. And slowly but surely, things have just come my way um, that I've really wanted and that I've, like, been working for for so long. Um, and I just, I don't know, I, can, I feel like I'm on a, like, an upward trajectory or something. I don't know what it is. And I know it sounds so, with want of a better term, gay to say, or, like, <laughs> like... I really do. But I, I no, believe... but why do people think that has to be like wanky? Just say, do you know, because it's like true, and you've done it, and you've brought that 
all into your own life. So be proud. I wouldn't say no necessarily. I think I do believe positive thought and I do journal a lot and I meditate and I <laughs> try, try and do it all. Uh, uh, and there's nothing that I like pinpoint be like that specific. Oh God, that was it. But like I do know that has all helped to bring stuff in. Well, that's funny because 10% in this article believe, they strongly believe that they can manifest their goals into existence where 24% say they somewhat believe in the practice. So that may be... I'm the, you're the 10% and I'm yeah. the 24%. <laughs> Our expert this week is Lucy Bloom of lucybloomyoga.com and she's going to talk to us all about manifestation. How do we do it? What can it give us? And everything else in between. Hello, Lucy. Hi, guys. So what is manifestation to you? To me, it's about understanding that the energy you put out is completely up to you. Hmm. And I think the world or the universe works in a way that whatever we put out, we tend to get back. So if we're vibrating on a very low state and in a victim mode or blame game, Mm. that's really the reality we're going to live in. So I think that's really what manifestation is about, is about starting from the inside to curate the life you want. I'm already in. I'm already in. (laughs) I'm like, that's it. Sign me up to record. (laughs) Oh Oh my god, I love it. Yeah, it's so true, isn't it? it what is. you put out there, you get back. And if you're in a moany mood, you just stay in it, don't you? Yeah, honestly, you do. Yeah. <laughs> um, totally. And it's your perception of the world as well. Like if you look at the world as something that is going to give you whatever you desire, then that's the potential you're gonna you're gonna see or you're gonna perceive. And if you are thinking, you know, that the world is against you or woe is me, well, that will also be a reality. Yeah. Yeah. Um, have you ever had a dream come true yourself? Yes. Oh my God, many. Can you let us know one? Could it be cheeky? <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> the best one I'd say is where I live. Okay. So I live in this really amazing space that I had dreamed about for years before I lived there. I always wanted loads of light and a high ceiling and a mezzanine, which we all know. Sounds expensive. Oh, it does. (laughs) And I found it five years ago. It just, I I started vibrating on it. I started thinking about it and then it just came and it was just a really good deal. And I'm never leaving (laughs) unless they really kick me out, kicking and screaming. But um, my home is a beautiful example of something tangible material that I've manifested. Amazing. Did you find you were like thinking like of that then every day like does it have to be consistent with your yeah I think it should be there should be a certain level of consistency with this you need to keep coming back to things you can't just write it down and then close the book and be like okay I'm just gonna wait for that to show up now it doesn't really work like that you have to keep coming back to what it is you're trying to call in and ask yourself repeatedly am I doing something every day to bring this towards me and that Mm. might not be you know, something that's actually, um, you know, practical. It might not be going out and physically looking for a house, for example, but actually just feeling yourself in the house, picturing the house, envisaging Mm. the house, 
connecting to the feeling of having the keys to the house, like that kind of thing. All of that is going to rise, raise that vibration. Okay. And like, do you think that we can bring, is there anything that we can bring manifesting into our lives, our everyday lives? Can we live in a type of magic in a sense? Like, you must have down days, Lucy. Now, come on. Oh my God, 100%. Are you <laughs> okay, joking? Thank God. I'm like, she's some magical I'm being. I'm still a human. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still a human. But look, to be honest with you, I've worked really, really hard to get to the point I'm at now in terms of mental health. Mm. You know, I've been through the anti-anxiety, anti-depression meds. So I've been really low, you know. And I've what I've learned through this journey is that it's all perception. It's yeah. all how you view. Is it half full, half empty? It, it, it's We don't give enough credit to how we actually perceive the world through our senses. And we have to understand that our reality is only perceived through these five senses. So when you start to gain control over your senses and indeed your mind, mm. then magic begins to happen. And, and you just you have less down days. Don't get me wrong. Down days still happen. And I think that's beautiful too, because we have to embrace the whole myriad of emotions that we experience as human beings, right? We're not always happy. That's just unrealistic. Yeah. It kind of gives you the tools kind of to handle it a bit better. Mm -hmm. And just like, totally. I find like even sitting in it and being like more comfortable, you're like, okay, this is a bit shit, but like I'm I'm here rather than like running away. Yeah. I find like- That's a hundred percent it, Anna. I find like manifestation is such a, I know it's been around for like the whole like since the beginning of time, but like it's very mm-hmm. popular now, isn't it? And like we're mm-hmm. hearing about it a lot. Do you think like there's a wrong way to do it? Like people just asking well, for stuff, you know? Like we said, yeah, just, like, I mean, the book. <laughs> exactly. It's funny because it can become quite egotistical. And like I just gave you an example of my house, which mm. is a very material thing. And I have to really get to the point, and I feel everyone should get to the point that they're, if you're happy with nothing, then you're happy with everything. Mm. And it is an inside job insofar as I really want to be just happy. Like most of my manifestations aren't about stuff at all. They're yeah. about inner work. They're about finding peace in myself, about like entering into the energy of love more often than the energy of fear. Um, and I think if you want to manifest in order to gain loads of money or your house or stuff or material goods, absolutely go for it. But be careful what you wish for. It is Ooh, true, yeah. isn't it? Mm. Because we all have oh, an yeah. idea that if we get that house, if we get that job, if we get that career, we're going to be happier. Yeah, totally. Nice. And like, you know, I think that's human nature. Going circ- yeah, circling back to what Anna just said there about just sitting in the difficult feelings when they come up is so much a part of it as well because what we're trying to manifest is as I said this kind of inner peace or this inner comfort in our skin if we are constantly trying to gain stuff a lover a house a car your your happiness is always going to be that little bit out of reach Mm. if you can that's why the phrase like be happy with nothing Mm. and you'll be happy with everything that's what I'm basically trying to cultivate and part of that is to make space around the difficult emotions so the emotions like you know fear or anger or jealousy or rage they're all totally valid emotions but to begin to kind of get comfortable being uncomfortable as well is a huge part of it too 
Um, I'm currently doing your Sisters of the Moon course and I absolutely love it. Oh my God, I just feel like I could I could do those things like every day. You know, I kind of just don't want to be part of the world and just want to sit and talk to women. But um, <laughs> yeah, what are they? Yeah, yeah. I just want, for people who don't know um, what the workshops are, can you give a bit of an explanation? Yeah, so I've always worked with manifestation around the cycles of the moon for years. And how the moon cycle works is if, if we're seeing, say, for example, a new moon in Aries, which would usually be around April, then six months later, we're going to have a full moon in Aries. Okay, that's how the moon cycle works. Okay. And what I've noticed over the last few years of doing this is when I write something down for manifestation at the new moon, which is a really ripe time for initiation, starting something new. So all of our ancestors would have looked out to the sky for answers because they didn't have infrastructure. There was no street lights. There was no cars. There was nothing. It was just, it was just the sky. The sky was their guide to the universe, let's say. So they follow the cycles of the moon. And when the moon is new, there's this an element of uh, it moving into a new sign and starting a new chapter. And what I began to notice was when I wrote stuff down at the new moon, six months later, I'd always go back and see, right, what did I actually write down? I can never remember. What did I write down six months ago? And then you'd notice most of the time they've all they've all just happened. They've all just come into being. Yeah. And without you really doing too much, but having this focus on them. So I started Sisters of the Moon as a, a group, really, to get people together and to meet on the full moon or the new moon and to keep them in this container of checking back in. And I think there's great power in connecting with the cosmos, connecting with the lunar cycles. It really does affect us way more than we realize when the moon is full, like you know, there's 30% more staff in maternity wards, seriously, because yeah. wow. women are that much more likely to give birth. So like if it's having that visceral effect on our body, what else is it working with? And the moon represents our emotions. So that's really what it's about. It's about keeping people accountable to their manifestations. Because the thing is, I could tell you all this and you could go off and do it and then probably forget about it. Mm -hmm. And I don't know about you, but for me, I need to be held accountable. I'm, yeah. like, I'm not yeah. going to class unless someone's like, hey, coming, <laughs> you know? Um, so I think it's just nice to have that group, that connection of, of women together and really just yeah. uh, hold them accountable to, to creating the life that they deserve. That's yeah. definitely how it feels. It is nice to just check in and check in with other women and see how everyone's like. We're oh, we're all we're all crazy this week. Yeah. <laughs> well, can, I, can I not join though? Because I'm a man. Can I not join? Of course we can. No, anyone can join. Hundred percent. Of course you can, sister. Never I'm had a man interested, but like, why not? Yeah, I'm feeling because I'm really into manifesting, especially in the last while. I put like manifest under my pillow and all now. Uh, and I really do start to believe in it. Yeah, so, yeah I, I know, I really and it's have. true. It, it is. is. Um, but what would you give? What advice would you give for someone that would be maybe feeling stuck listening to this, um, and wanting to maybe change their life in a certain way? Well, first of all, feel your stuckness, mm. and uh, try to get to know it a bit better. Like, what, what, what is, what is the stuckness? What's holding you stuck? First of all, what is the obstacle? Mm. And then beginning to understand how that obstacle is holding you back. So for a lot of people, it will actually be their psyche more than anything else. A lot of the time, it's your limiting beliefs. It's, oh, I can't do that because 
this language is really limiting. Notice how you're speaking to yourself. What is your internal dialogue? That's huge as well. Because we tend to treat our friends and our family really well. And we would never think to use the kind of language we speak to ourselves with. So the first thing I would say is, oftentimes it's you holding yourself back or getting in your own way. So really ask yourself, you know, how, how am I affecting me from moving forward? Yeah. And to do that, you have to get really honest with yourself. And it, a lot of it involves doing shadow work, which I facilitate a lot in Sisters of the Moon. And, and that is really just about owning the parts of yourself that you're maybe trying to hide from the world. Um, beginning to own those and become a whole person and realize that we're all flawed. We're all beautifully flawed. And there's nothing wrong with that. And people love vulnerability. They love yeah. people to... Like when you just ask me, you're not happy all the time. I am not. I'm far from it. Like, And for me to say that I am would be wrong because no one is like that all the time. So first of all, to begin to meet yourself with compassion, that's the first step. We're way too hard on ourselves. Everyone deserves the life they want. Whether you've been conditioned to believe otherwise, it could have something to do with your childhood, your upbringing, your past. I would really just say, can you begin to start to treat yourself a little bit kinder and understand the way you're speaking to yourself. And it, it starts with you a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's so true. You need Honestly, to become your own best friend, your own you hype do. man. And that's you're it. right. We don't, we yeah. speak to ourselves terribly than we would to yeah. anyone else. You know? It's shocking, isn't it? Well, thank you so much, Lucy, uh, for joining us today from lucybloomyoga.com. We are going to manifest the life of our dreams now. Yeah. Honestly. That's what we're going to do. <laughs> Please do. And tell me all about it when you do. So now we're off to our chancer of the week. Take a chance, take a chance, take a, take a chance, chance. <laughs> Daddy, I feel like I know who your chancer of the week is this week. No, well, do you want me to go first or do you go first? Like just, this, I feel like there's been so much out stuff that comes out this week. There was so many juicy stuff, but, um, yeah, you go first. I was gonna, I was gonna do your chancer putting that on her die thing, but I said I'll leave you at it. <laughs> I had no control of that. I didn't even know they put it up until I seen it. You definitely, you definitely DM'd them. Hey, can you put this up? I was and like, I actually <laughs> paid them. Yeah, through chancer status, like uh, tag me in this, but here's a couple of, <laughs> couple of fifties. <laughs> Anna did a video for um, a fun real what you call it for uh dublin airport thing because obviously they no one could go to uh on holiday and then anna reached out a video of her in the bath having a margarita was it or some kind yeah, of cocktail. who needs to go away when you can just drink in the bath drink in the bath i love that i haven't had a bath i'd say since 2008 but i have showered obviously but like <laughs> i'm like i haven't washed since I have water. What's that? <laughs> just like you think you have that skin that just cleans itself. <laughs> yeah, I'm just like a cucumber. Um, so my chance of the week is if you're not if you've been living under a rock, everyone will know this. It is the GAA catfish saga. Have you been? Have you been? Have you listened? I'm glad that you're bringing this up because just give us a little summary because I haven't listened. Because I just know I wouldn't have the, the brain space for it this week, so I just read like an article, just trying to understand it. It seems mad. <laughs> it's insane. So essentially, the two Johnnies, which are like probably the biggest two podcasters, like obviously after next us. to us, next to us, <laughs> um, they one of the Johnnies, Johnny B, got catfished 
by this girl called Cora, okay? But he never met her and she kept making up excuses of why they weren't meeting up. And then one time he, they, she even said, meet me at this pub. And he went into the pub and he couldn't find her anywhere. And her best friend, Nikki, was at the pub. And he and she came up and was like, I don't know where Cora is. Can't find her anywhere. And then they were like, okay, but like, this is so weird. And then she started talking and took a picture with Johnny B and everything. And then he was like, okay, I'm going to actually leave now because this is bizarre. And it turns out that Nikki was Cora. Yeah. Nikki is Cora. Yeah. And that she's not only Cora, she's about 12 other aliases. 12. Like, and she has been catfishing like high profile GAA players for the guts of like 10 years. Like, where do you get the time? Like, I don't want to go into the complete detail because, like, you really need to watch. I mean, listen to the podcast. Like, there's two parts to it. But essentially, I'm putting Nikki as the biggest chancer I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, uh, there was one scene where, visualise this, he goes to Cora's house to see Cora. Cora's out at the shops, apparently. But Nikki's there. Nikki makes him a fry. About a half an hour in, Cora's nowhere to be seen. He gets a text saying, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I won't be able to come back, I'm sorry. Because Nikki's Cora. Nikki is Cora. <laughs> but honestly, if you haven't listened to the GAA Catfish, go listen now. It will blow your mind. There's even voice notes, voice notes going around now. I'm not going to go into it, but there's voice notes going around, you know, that aren't very savoury about... Johnny B, that's all I'll say. But look, you go into it yourself and see what you think. Oh, people who catfish is amazing and they have people under their thumb because they're manipulators. But like, I'm just so jealous. I just want to learn a bit of those skills to keep a man, you know? You're like, I, I'm trying to be a good catfish. <laughs> I just need to, yeah, get someone else's photos. I don't know. Not be myself. <laughs> that's probably what it is. Um, yeah, okay. Yeah, everyone needs to listen to um, their podcast to understand that more. Oh, My chance of this week, I, you haven't seen the the Liam Payne podcast that's going around with no. Logan Paul. No. Oh my God. I can't believe it's clips of it already gone around on TikTok. I think it was, I've seen, I didn't watch the whole thing, but the clips are just so fucking painful. I just don't know what, he's like, he's kind of like a sly chancer at this stage. I was like, he's just sitting there with confidence saying, um, Simon, yeah, Simon actually built the group around my face and then told me I'd be safe in two years. Sorry. Yeah, and then he goes, "I'm well. I'm the one who's been, done the best out of them. I've, I, my, my record was the biggest selling record and made the most money." I was like, hundred percent not." Like, is he under a rock? A bit of Harry Styles. You know the way the One Direction fans are like. I've never. I think I was. You know, I wasn't one of those mad One Directioners, but they're the ones on TikTok are like they have it all screenshotted, proof, proof, proof. Like, excuse me, Harry Styles just like headline Coachella. <laughs> <laughs> Liam Payne is sitting with Logan Paul. He's like, I am. Yeah, the most successful. And he was like dissing Zayn, but then saying saying he loved. Him, then kind of like saying like having the baby with Cheryl is what made us broke up but was in the best way and then goes on to tell he's like I'm gonna leave all my fortune to my son it's like we'll get him into the family business and thing and then he's like well he's only five so we don't have to worry about that yet I'm like <laughs> 
it's just oh, yeah oh it's and i saw an article that she's like, like you know i'm so happy that she left her career for the son yeah like, she said, wife, she said the... i'm so grateful for cheryl taking a step back to look after my son and she just allows me to do what i want i was like no you can't be grateful you can't be grateful for being a, a, a dad that's not around like I know. Like, what's he saying? I'm a deadbeat dad. But yeah, I'm happy he's that like, Cheryl's oh, thank you there. so much for Cheryl's. Yeah, really appreciate her. Well, at least he's, he's grateful for her, but it's not something you want to be putting out there. Oh, he just, yeah. comes, around, he just comes across so bad. And, like, he just disses the whole of One Direction. And it's like, there's been videos made of, like, the other lads on interviews that they've never really, like, they've kind of kept dumb and not really, like, met you're gone into it because obviously they obviously all had a difficult time i'm sure of being that young in the limelight you know but like like old Anna. just like yeah <laughs> but like when we finish this pod patty i won't go bad man you know like on <laughs> on air i'll just be like just in the comfort of my house behind your like yeah in the pub and um, yeah, Liam is a bit mad he always has like he, yeah, is. he has that accent now as well where you don't know he's like welsh irish and american you're like what <laughs> <laughs> Um, and there's a bit where he says oh like one of them one of the one directioners once put me against a wall and i after one of the shows pushed me up against the wall and i said if you do that again you won't have those hands to do it with any longer oh my god oh it's amazing yeah. i think he's just gone to another planet he is i think he's he like he's catfishing he himself he's flown to mars and he's not coming back home <laughs> he's on a one-way ticket to whatever planet he's on and you know what Fair dues to him. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> He's good entertainment. Although. No, I, yeah. feel, I kind of feel sorry for him there. I was like, oh, this is not good press. Yeah, but like, you remember he did the Will Smith thing as well, like doing mad shit. Like, yeah, I know. About stuff. I'm just like, I don't know what he's on. Um, right. So I'm going to take this one. I think I should win this one. I think so too. I th- but I think like. It's just not what's been look at you looking at your collarbone. I know. Like, you know what? I'm not with it today. I'm distracted by my own collarbone. Um, <laughs> like, I think you should take it too. <laughs> look at your own collarbone. I think you should take it too, but I think everyone should go listen to the full story. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Like they they're gonna have to make a, a TV show out of this. Like I'd say they're delighted it happened to them because Jesus I would say viral. But um, yeah, I don't think it's ended yet though either. There's so, more to come. More to come. Onto the hurlers and the gab players and the. The Irish soccer team will be all over. <laughs> For all the latest updates uh, and to slide into our DMs, Follow me, Paddy Y. Smith, and her, Anna Cliff Comedy, for all the latest updates. You can also get in touch by emailing chancerspodcast at goloudnow.com. We'd love to hear from you. Until next week, chancers, stay stunning. Yeah.